right. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Persuasion by the Pint. I'm Jonathan Taylor, along with Sean McCool. Sean, today we've got some uh, random topics. We're going to be discussing all sorts of things related to persuasion, covert persuasion, personalization, direct mail, direct mail, all that stuff. Emails. Emails. Yeah. Cross cross promotion, right? Cross promotion, packaging, packaging. which we just talked with the company about. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, we got, got a true flight going on today. All kinds of good stuff. But before we get yes. into our topic, um, I, know, I think I've got a really good one. I'm not so sure about you. Actually, uh, I switched <laughs> it up from what I was going to do. So okay. I think this, this is... This is pretty good. Okay. Um, you may ask for my man card. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> By the way, I got to say, we got some comments. Uh, just the fact, uh, the nice uh, nice mix of entertainment and education yes. that we do on our show. So Yeah, that was a nice nice set we're, of comments there. We're Didn't happy to, to uh, do that. Am I, if you're watching me on video, like the sun is like pouring in and I'm not closing my window because it's kind of <laughs> nice to see. So it'll, it'll go away here. It's not just my aura. It's, nah. it's actually sunshine. <laughs> we should be so lucky to have sunshine though. And I mean, Sean's got the, got it coming in his window. I mean, I, I look out my window and it's dreary, overcast and misty and ugh. Hey, at least they're not mowing the yard today. Right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Soon they'll be mowing the yard every Friday at four thirty. Absolutely. <laughs> I know. I have to talk to that crew. All right. All right. So, what do you have on your end that you think is so good? Ooh, I've been looking forward to this one. Um, it's been sitting in the pantry for a good four weeks. Uh, oh, I got wow. this in Chris, uh, along with. Uh, oh, this is part of the Christmas. This is the stash? Christmas bag stash. All right. And um, so like I've it. been holding out on this one, man. I was like looking at it from time to time. Man, I can't wait to try that because this it's kind of one of those nostalgia type beers. Takes you back to your childhood. Um, I don't know if you ever uh, were a fan of Moon Pies and RC Cola, Sean. Oh, yeah. But uh, I've got a Moon Pie. Uh, from Naked River Brewing Company. Let's see. Let me see here. Yeah, I've got the Naked, or I'm sorry, I've got the Moon Pie. I just focused on the Naked. I got the Moon Pie. Uh, <laughs> I got the Moon Pie Imperial Stout on the show today. Look at that, man. Oh, and look. Oh, that's like that's the actual the, Moon Pie brand. No, You know, that's I actually gotta, that, thought about a, bringing this one on with our previous guests. a double guests. cross branding, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We're talking about cross branding and then that's another. Yep. Yeah, that's, that is the old school original Moon Pie logo. It is a Moon Pie chocolate Moon Pie stout, uh, stout with natural flavors. Uh, what's cool about this is Again, it's an Imperial Stout, 8.5% ABV. Um, it says, the, the, uh, the beer that hung the moon, this incredibly rich, smooth, and creamy stout is brewed with 100% fresh-baked moon pies in collaboration with Moon Pie, an all-American <laughs> iconic snack made with pride by Chattanooga Bakery. Moon Pie became famous as the workman's lunch. Now our moon pie stout is a workman's reward. So, uh, it was a lunch, huh? I did not know that. <laughs> it's just, wow. yeah. Lunch of moon pies, right? I mean, yeah, I do wow, remember, so they, you know, you so don't see these as it. much anymore at the, uh, no. you know, your local gas station, but you could see these sitting on the, uh, yeah, usually back in the day, well, you see uh, these things. Well, funny, funny story. So my wife is from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Right. 
I'm from Georgia. So they have moon pies in central PA where she's from, but uh-huh. they're homemade and they're made by the, the Amish, the Dutch, the Mennonites, right. like, but they look totally different and they taste, everything's different. They're lining even the same category, but they're both, you know, they have moon pies and we have moon pies. Yeah. So the first time she saw one of our moon pies, mm-hmm. she was just horrified. Like, you know, she was like, cause you know, it's a, kind of a crispy graham cracker crust with the marshmallow yeah, it's hard stuffing. On, it kind of hard on the outside. Yeah. The marshmallow but, and, on the inside. And theirs is more of an actual pastry, you know, like uh, a fold over pastry, almost uh, like an apple turnover Yeah, type thing. So the difference was just like, what? This yeah. isn't, this isn't a moon pie. No, I'm no, like, no, no. This is a moon pie. That's not, <laughs> that's like an apple turnover, a peach turnover. Yeah. So. No, moon pie, man. That's. Yeah, there's there. You you had the chocolate, or you could get the the vanilla banana. Yeah, the banana. banana. Yep, that was my favorite. Yep, absolutely. And you yeah. could have it. Typically, they would say, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, talk about RC cola and a moon pie. You know, I, yeah. I was never a big fan of RC cola, but I loved yeah. moon pies back in the day. And I would, I would typically when I was a kid, I loved grabbing one of these with, um, and I would usually drink like a. a like a Sprite or a Mountain Dew or something like that with them. Yeah. Not like after school, yep. between school and football practice or oh, whatever, yeah. go grab one at the golden pantry, Yep, you know, or something like that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And they were like, you know, just to show our age, like 25 <laughs> cents back then. Yep. Yep. And Best 25 again, cents you could spend your money on at that time. Yeah. Like you get a Coke and a moon pie for like 75 cents total. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. It's awesome. And that was all the nutrition you needed as a kid. Today, that's like $130,000 for the same thing with inflation. CPI, uh, yeah. CPI calculator would put that at well over a thousand. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I've got on my end. So you were talking about your your coffee style Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. cocoa and chocolate and all that kind of stuff. So when I went down to the fridge, the beer fridge, I was going to pull some cider out because I got a variety pack before. And then I saw my wife's stash and she actually had down there a rebel hard coffee mocha latte Ooh, um we've had these before but i think i had on the show last time was the peppermint yeah because it was kind of a seasonal thing but this is just the mocha latte Mm -hmm. so these come in it's it's from a company called 12 fives and this is it's only five percent alcohol um but it's a mocha latte it's actually got real coffee in it um so Who's yeah, that about? Did I say why? That's not Wiseacre, is it? No, it's 12, five, 12 five, so it's right. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 12 five. Gotcha. Yeah, weird name. But uh, it looks like okay. chocolate milk, basically. Oh, wow. Man, it does. So it looks just like chocolate milk. Have you had that before? Have you had it yet? I haven't had the mocha. I've had the peppermint mocha, but not the straight mocha. Okay. So, but I think this will be good. It's like a little milkshake, chocolate milk. So, okay. All right. Well, cheers. Let's find out. Yeah. Cheers. Looks like it's settling on the bottom a little bit. Mm. Oh, that's good. Mm. That is like dessert right there. That's super sweet, huh? No, not like actually some of this Imperial Stouts we've had or Russian Imperial Stouts we've had have been much like sickingly sweet. This is like dessert sweet, like the right type of sweet. You know, some of the Imperial Stouts, they're just the wrong kind of sweet. Right. 
the alcohol sweet. This is more of the chocolatey sweet. Mm-hmm. So this is like drinking a, I mean, it, it, it tastes very much like chocolate milk. So if you like chocolate milk, you would like this. Mm. Chocolate milk with a kick. With a kick. Can you hold that glass up? Because it looks like it's doing a lot of stuff there. And I think the sun is having a little bit of uh, yeah, effect on I it. Yeah, Because it looks like it's foaming, you know, inside. It's the got gl- a head. It does have a head on it. And I think it's it settles a little bit because of uh-huh. the chocolate. So you probably would want to stir it every once in a while. Okay. But that's that's not you one of your newer glasses. You got a different glass no. on this one, didn't you? Okay. Yeah. So I think it's just settling a little bit. Okay. I don't have a spoon here to stir it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I do like it. Oh, man. So I'll let you go good. first. That looks amazing. Um, yeah. Well, uh, not quite what. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's not quite what I expected. Let me, uh, I tell you the one I had, I almost, um, the one that I had on the last episode, I was like really close to giving that a five. I think I gave it a four, eight, five. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. It's cause we all primed you with lower scores. You did. Our, um, our two guests both were kind of lower scores. So, yep. I get, I'm, I'm going to give this one a, um, it's solid. Uh, I don't. It, it's the aftertaste isn't that great, but uh, initially I like it a lot. I'm going to give it a um, give it a four one. I give it a four one. All right. Yeah. It's it's good. Well, this is definitely not a craft beer. This is more of a cocktail mm-hmm. type drink. Yeah, sure. But for pure enjoyment, and just pure taste. You know, it's in the name, 12 fives. So I think I'm going to have to go. I think I'm going to have to go. I think I'm going to have to give this a 5.0. Oh, beautiful. Oh, man. Yes. I got I to gotta look for that one. Yeah, right there in the name. Probably find it at Kroger. At your local Kroger. I'm going to look for that one. For sure. Man. I'm pretty sure it's like a winter seasonal type thing. Okay. So you want to wow. grab it? Yeah. Rachel probably like them too. You've probably, I think you've only given like maybe one other five yeah. rating on here. So you don't get yeah. those, you don't get no, those, get those lightly. at all. I mean, no, it's no. very rare. So yeah. But yeah, this is, this is just like that chocolate milk with a hint of coffee. Yeah. Like it's, it's not as much coffee as I would expect. It's much more mocha than coffee. So if you like those fancy Starbucks drinks, you'll like this one too. If you don't so. like milk or if you're lactose intolerant, <laughs> you would want to stay away. You might, you might want to stay away. I don't okay. know if it actually has lactose and milk in it. <laughs> it's got something. <laughs> Malt beverage with natural flavors and 100% yeah, Arabica I'm coffee. That. I'm going to see if I can find it. Oh, it does say contains milk. So okay. there you go. Well, That's why it tastes milky. I got no problem with that. <laughs> Me either. All right. Well, let's jump in. Where do we want to start? Oh, man. We got a lot of stuff to cover today. Um, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll jump right in with, um, my first thing since we, since we finished up on the last episode on doing some packaging and personal branding, I would say, um, talking with our guests, discussing craft beer and, um, packaging and, uh, personal branding or, or branding. I was sharing what what you're saying is you want to talk about your package now? (laughs) Easy. We do have a few females. <laughs> um, so I was. Well, you're talking- the one holding it and trying to show it on screen. I mean, I don't know what to do. 
So this is cool. I got this in this week. Um, I ordered it from, it's a company called Athletic Greens. Um, been around a I, while. Yeah. You and I have both been a customer of theirs before. Yep. And we were a customer years before, back in the day, probably three or four years ago, probably longer than that. Um, I think back when probably Tim Ferriss kind of put them on the map. Yep, exactly. And, you know, I stayed with them for a while. And then I think my biggest problem with them is that because I traveled, it was very frustrating because you like when you open the bag, the um, so what they do is they provide all the nutrients in their um, in this mix. You just mix it with water. You take it in for a day and that's your daily dose of all the nutrients that you need. And it doesn't taste that bad at all. But my, my problem was, and I had actually emailed them, um, and said, can you help me here? But they didn't have like many packets. Cause I travel, you know, I'm out like sometimes a couple of days a week, I'm traveling on the road and you can't literally, um, there you go. You can't take that. Uh, they, you know, they send you these big bags that you take and you scoop out. And once you open the bag, you're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to refrigerate it. And uh, so that kind of left me in a pinch because, you know, you, you're supposed to refrigerate it. It's hard to kind of lug one of those big bags around. Ah, there's Terrace ter- yep. right there. Yep. Um, so I had emailed him. I said, what about, you know, you guys should like come up with travel packs for guys like myself that sometimes are out of town. And they're like, yeah, we're working on that, you know, at the time. But we just, you know, they didn't have that. Uh, they didn't have the offer. So eventually I kind of let my, um, my subscription kind of subside. You know, I, I stopped using them and, uh, went a different route, but they have had a complete remake. Um, they've had a makeover on their branding. Uh, they've added a lot of new products. Uh, they have offered now the, the uh, travel packets, which came yep. in this box, but I was that, really, that impressed. is cool. Cause I remember, I remember when we got ours, they, they gave away the travel packs for your first order, but you could not buy the travel packs after your first order. No, you couldn't. And I, I remember that I was like, that's weird that you can't buy that. Right. But now they actually have yep. a, a completely separate subscription just for travel packs. That's yep. cool. Yep. And I love it. Cause you know, it's, it's a very fine powder. So you, there's no, um, you can drop it. You could just pour it, you know, open up one of these travel packs, pour it in a glass or a, a bottle of water, shake it up and it's ready to go. Um, but anyway, I was really impressed with their branding, um, personal, you know, their repackaging. They've yeah. Let me take, obviously they've changed their, their box. You open it up. It's got a, uh, they include a, so this is a, I mean, this, describe this box for people listening. This is, it's a pretty good size. It is. Now you ordered a double subscription, right? A double so subscription. And so what they actually do the single is, or the double comes with. Yeah. It comes the with starter a, kit. a starter kit, which includes a canister, the, um, the, the shaker. metal scoop, the shaker. Okay. Um, yeah, everything. I mean, it's like okay. your, a, a nice little starter kit, but I love the little canister because you're supposed to, once you open a packet, you're supposed to keep these greens refrigerated. And so you can literally pour the packet inside this metal tin that they send you and then put it up on the refrigerator shelf. Uh, obviously my son got a hold of that. He's, he's using that. Um, but I got the packets, you know, I got the packets yeah. out of the deals, which I love, you know, the fact that yeah. they have, you know, really listened to a lot of the customer feedback They've changed their brand. They've changed their, uh, the look of, I mean, completely. I mean, everything looks completely different from the first time I ordered with them. So kudos to them because it makes a huge difference when you 
when you look at some of the ways, you know, that they listen to customers and they change their, their look and the feel of what they and they're have. not a and they're not an inexpensive product. I mean, it's a pretty no, pricey it's high product. end. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're twice what you could go on Amazon and get a greens powder for. Yep. You know. Yep. So, so if like you, I use Amazing Grass. It's half the price of Athletic Greens, and mm-hmm. you know that's. Um, so if you're gonna go premium, you know you you need to look premium. Yep. Absolutely. Make people, make people feel good about what they spent the extra money for. Yeah. I think and, some of the things they did, they went with a more minimal logo. Um, yeah. They made themselves more, I think they were like, if, if, if I remember correctly before they were like, you know, it was green. They had green in their color, but they were like, it was like white and green. This, they kind of really focused on just a, a true green, yeah. uh, minimal logo. But I tell you, the packaging is where really where they have made the difference because before they were just, everything was jumbled together. This is a box where everything is separated. You got your canister, everything, and a nice little message on the front. Um, it just feels like the, you know, they're taking a, uh, they're taking a lesson out of the old Apple playbook, you know, where you're like, yep. everything is packaged just the right, even the box, you know, we talk about the Apple boxes. This box is really nice. I mean, it's, I'm going to, I'm not going to keep it around cause I got too many boxes, but yeah. it is really cool. Uh, that says so much about the, you know, your product, when you package it the right way, it does add value and it makes, it kind of like justifies we- that price point that you're asking uh, yeah, and it'll be inter- interesting to see how they send the, the basically the refills. Yep. Um, so yeah, exactly. Keep on that, but right, right, exactly. Because I mean, you're when you're first subscribing again, they're doing everything they can. They're gonna they're gonna pull out the yeah. wow factor. Are they gonna maintain right. that? So we'll see. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's cool. That's yep. uh that's yeah that that high end branding man. It just if yep. you're gonna go the high end market, you got to do those types of things. And our guest on the last show, that that's one of the things they said. Yeah, like they were talking about even on because they've done some marketing for breweries. If you haven't heard that episode, it's, it's kind of fun. Like even making the pull tabs on the top of your cans a different color and oh, spending yeah. the extra two cents per can makes all the difference. for that yeah. can make a difference in the way your brand mm-hmm. is communicated. Yeah. Um, so little things do, do make a big difference like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So what else you got or do you want me to go? Um, yeah. Why don't we kind of go back and forth? We'll, we'll go back over to all you right. and then. So I got in the mail, uh, actually I think technically Tamara got it, but <laughs> anyway, it showed up in the mail Yep. and I got this newspaper called the daily investor. And it's, I mean, it feels like a, I mean, it's actual newspaper newsprint paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably, I mean, it folds out like a full size newspaper. Yep. Yeah. USA today or whatever. And it's probably, it doesn't actually have page numbers on it, but if it, yeah, it does. It's 20 pages, 20 pages. So it's, so it's pretty, pretty thick, pretty big. And like the headline is, you know, daily investor, it says, um, billionaire Peter Thiel's unique $12 million investment, you know? So if you're interested in investing, that's really cool. It, it really like, it's like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess they're just sending me a free first thing I thought I'll just walk you through what I thought I was like, Oh, I guess they're sending us a free issue. I just assumed, I think in my brain, I assumed this was investors business daily. Mm-hmm you know, the, the actual newspaper. Yeah. 
and I didn't, you know, put a lot of other thought into it than that, which I'm sure is on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's got the date. It's got all kinds of stuff. It says complimentary issue at the top. It's like, oh, they're just trying to get a subscription for the yeah. Daily Investor newspaper. Well, then I start reading it, and all the articles are kind of about the same, same stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started looking at it. I'm like, wait a second. I'm like two articles in, and I'm like, wait a second. This is a this is a sales letter, and sure enough, it's a sales letter for a newsletter company. Um, ironically, it's or not ironically, but interestingly, sure, the company is right down the street in the next town over. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a news it's a sales letter in newspaper format. So, <laughs> which is like a really cool. That I mean, a great idea yeah. because everything else is a you know a sales. Le- I mean, this is a little bit different. Because it gives yes. that news, you know, anything that comes in a newspaper format immediately, immediately thinks, makes you think that it's legitimate news and yeah. there's a higher value on that, I guess. Well, the other thing is when the mail, when the mailman delivers this, mm-hmm. all the mail is sitting like this right. inside of it, yeah. right? The newspaper is wrapped around the mail. So sure. you grab the paper. So you're going to see the outside of the paper as right. you're carrying it back into the house. Right. When you plop it down on the calendar, it flops open, and it's the main thing that you, you see behind the mail. Yeah. So you're not going to miss it. And the hardest thing in direct mail is to get it opened and to get it people to start reading it. Absolutely. Well, technically, it's already open, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a postcard. Mm-hmm. And because it was, you know, and the timing was great. I don't know if they planned this or what. You know, the timing's great because the market's crazy right now. So, you know, any market news if you're at all interested in the market is going to get your attention right now. Right. Um, so that was just good timing on the mail out. And then it's, you know, it looks like newspaper font. It, you know, the pictures look exactly like you would expect a newspaper. Like mm-hmm. it's very well done as far as, you know, the sidebars and everything. Um, it's called covert. We call that covert persuasion. Yeah, exactly. It's really under underneath. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not surface level persuasion. You think, it's, and what I think, uh, another thing that's cool is the backside mm-hmm. is all articles. Yeah. So the actual order form is hidden inside. Ah, okay. So it's like a page inside. So you, you know, sometimes you can make the mistake of putting the order form right on the back, mm-hmm. and then you instantly know it's a sales letter. What's so you the, had to uh, get into it. What does that say? Shark Tank Star Surprise Investment Flip Flop. So. Really good headlines too. That's a big one. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's, what's cool about this kind of format and the Magalog did the same thing. The ones that look like magazines, Yeah, you get it, you get, you know, headlines are 80% of what people read. Absolutely. So in that type of thing, unlike a regular linear sales letter, you get a lot more opportunity for headlines Mm -hmm. Yeah, that people can scan and jump into and things like that. So, I mean, this is not a cheap thing to create Mm -mm. and mail out. It's probably, I would bet it's probably, three to five bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not that much, maybe three or four bucks to mail out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I bet it gets read oh. quite a bit and, they, and it probably oh, yeah. has pretty good response rates. Absolutely. Yeah. If they hit the, as long as their, their mail targeting is good, mm-hmm. which I'm, you know, we're 50 now. So we're in that prime right. newsletter buyer market. And you so. still love that there's something about the smell of a good newspaper. Yeah. You you still know, get the that. ink on your hands and yeah, it's, right? it's good stuff. Yeah. It's, I mean, you, it's, you it's millennials just don't get it. You yeah. Know? Well, it's very tactile. <laughs> like the sound, like we were talking on the last show about Altoids, right? Mm-hmm. 
the sound of holding a newspaper, like when you, un, when you, yeah, that sound of yeah. like it manipulating the paper itself and folding it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, there's just something about it. Oh, that's absolutely. Really cool. Well, it's the very reason why, you know, if I stay at a hotel, regardless of whether I may not read the newspaper. There's something like they put the complimentary newspapers out there. Whether yeah, the USA like, Today, USA Sitting Today, out there. and uh, Wall Street Journal or both. Yep. Oh man, if they got a Wall Street Journal, I'm like I'm grabbing it regardless. Yeah. And yeah, that's uh, like two bucks worth of newspaper <laughs> right there, and I'm grabbing that. It's like putting free cookies on the on the. Yeah, that's desk. that's 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 a major upgrade over the, yeah. the USA Today. But yeah, yeah, even a USA Today, I'll snag one of those and just kind of scan through it, you know, not really, uh, you know, going into detail, but just scan over it. But, you know, there's, there's something, something about that newspaper, you know, it's just, it's a nice to have. There's something about sitting in a chair, yep. like in the lobby <laughs> and like open it up big. Like Absolutely. And it, and look how much bigger that is than a, than a yeah. iPhone screen. Yep. <laughs> right. I mean, that is huge. Great for the readers. Screen. Yeah. <laughs> Great for those aging eyes for sure. And, uh, again, I mean, such, uh, you know, covert persuasion, like you don't get it. You don't, you don't see it initially because you just think, man, there's value here. But then you're, you know, you start, it kind of gets you to move to the next level. The fact that you've got a newspaper, you're like, I got to scan this because there's value here. So, yep. All right. Well, you had, um, you said you came across something you were, you were talking about, um, Mm -hmm. handwriting. Yes. So, I'm a big fan of um, the old, the, I think he's still in the Guinness Book of World Records, uh, Joe Girard, who sold, he sold more cars than anybody else in the history of car salesmen, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm always, always coming back to this because, you know, I've always used uh, greeting cards, um, but I've used, you know, I kind of use, you know, for the most part, I've used software in the past, which is, you know, and, and I've mentioned on this show before, I use send out cards. I'll send greeting cards out to uh, a lot of my clientele, my customers mm-hmm. uh, during different holidays where you just kind of log in to send out cards and send them out, you know, a quick note. But I tell you, there's there's still a difference between using a software that really kind of mimics your handwriting as to actually sitting down and taking the time to uh, really write out, handwrite a card and there's a power to that. There's a power, it's, I call it the, you know, obviously the power of personalization that is really effective. And, um, I was reminded of this. There was an article this past week where one of the former, uh, Kentucky coaches, he's, he passed away this week. Uh, John B Hall, who, uh, led Kentucky to a 19, I think it was a 1978 title you know, Kentucky's been gifted. I mean, they've been blessed with like, I don't know, several legendary coaches throughout their tenure. I mean, they've, I don't know how many national championships they've won in basketball, but one of the things I was reading through this article, he, I mean, he lived a full life, died at like 90, I think it was 93. He passed away this past, um, this past week. But I'll tell you, he was, um, he was legendary. One of the things he was most legendary for was for writing uh, personal or personal uh, correspondence to all of his players and to prospects that were going to be playing for him. And that was a a huge recruiting tool. And that really corresponds to, um, I mean, that kind of falls in the line. I was reading something last week, which a recruiter at one of the top uh, 
uh, football programs in the country. They have like top five recruiting classes every year made a statement that said one of the criteria for, you know, recruiting or for hiring uh, assistant coaches on his staff was that they be able to write at least 300 uh, letters or cards of correspondence to high school recruits on a regular basis. You know? Wow. <laughs> wow. And it's like, wow, I didn't know that was part of the job title, but, yeah. um, but that's, I mean, to me, that's, that's incredible because it, it goes back to like, you know, the power of persuasion in personalization, you know, when people receive kind of a handwritten as opposed to something that's been typed up or, you know, something that's been uh, sent via, you know, with letterhead and all that stuff, uh, you know, you sit down and write a personal co- correspondence with your name, you know, your signature and all of that. That's another level because so, so few people do that anymore. So people, you know, take the time to sit down. And if you can do that, it's really powerful to set yourself apart. And he was talking like in the article that I was reading in terms of recruiting, that is a major reason why they're, you know, always in the top, you know, you know, top five recruiting uh, institutions where, you know, they, they make it a point of making everything personal and writing out those handwritten cards. Yeah. Cause you're not going to, you can't pin a text or, I mean, you could print out a text or an email, you're probably not going to take the time, mm-hmm. but you can't pin that to your wall like you could no, a letter absolutely. from a coach, right? Right. So, you know, you know, so if you're in your, you know, in your room, you could you could tape that letter on the wall. You could, mm-hmm. it could lay on your desk. You mentioned before you've sent cards to people, to CEOs or to yep. you know buyers, and you walk in their office and there's your your card on their on their desk absolutely. or on their bookshelf. Um, that doesn't happen with a text or an email. It doesn't, it really doesn't. And the fact that if you can make it personal about them, that's Mm -hmm. even more powerful. Like I've said, like, you know, sending, using send out cards to screenshot, like, um, you know, accomplishments or articles about their company or, you know, even screenshots of trade journals where their company has been featured in trade journals and receive, you know, a particular award. You screenshot that, you save it and then you can upload it, put it onto a card and, you know, something as little as, Hey, congratulations on uh, the accomplishment, you know, cause I know that's, it's big on their part. And like you said, I've done that for manufacturers before where I've sent those types of cards and walked into the office and it's sitting right up on the desk, you know, front and center, you know, for the, yeah. uh, you know, on display. So very powerful. If you can, anything, any ways that you can personalize your correspondence or marketing today is, it will go a long way. And uh, I try, I'm trying to incorporate that, you know, I used to send out cards all the time, but one of the things that I'm trying to do more of is sit down and take the time to write. And even though I don't have the best penmanship in the world, but sit down and write, you know, personalized correspondence where you're actually writing it out by hand out to some of the big players in my industry. And so yeah. that goes a long way because you can, t- you can tell the difference between the two. Yeah. And I think the other thing it does is it, it's going to force you to think differently about the client. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's going to come across in future interactions and things. Right. Cause you've, you've taken a different level of interest in that client yep. by doing that. Yep. So, and that's, that's going to show up mm-hmm. non-verbally yep. the next time you meet for yep. sure. 
All right, one well. of the, real quick, one of the things you can do for a correspondence, and I've done this, you can get on Amazon and you can do a quick search on personal, uh, like personal greeting cards and Amazon. There are mm-hmm. companies out there that will let you personalize the greeting cards by putting your name uh, at the top, like Sean McCool at the top of yeah. the greeting card. And you can choose the color. You can choose the font that you want to use. And then you can order however many of these you want to. So they'll send them to you. Like, you, you know, Sean, you're ordering. Uh, so it's like your own personal stationery. Absolutely. Personal Which stationery. Used to be a big thing. From the desk of Sean McCool. You know. Yeah. And that used to be like the, the first thing you did when you opened a business. <laughs> now it's like, get your domain name. Right. <laughs> exactly. So back then it, it used to be business cards and stationery. That's right. That was, that was what you did. Because yeah. you were always going to be writing correspondence by hand yep, or faxing it or whatever, but you wanted that letterhead. Yep. That's kind of a lost start. And I think it is, I think these days that could be a really, I actually got a direct mail piece from somebody mm-hmm. um, this week. And it was just, I mean, it just felt like another direct response mm-hmm. letter, like, Hey, good for them for at least, you know, offering something. Yep. Just basically an affiliate offer and, mm-hmm. but it didn't wow me at all. I was right. like, oh, I know what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. Like, and because pretty much most of his list is kind of in this industry, they already yeah. know about direct marketing. It just right. didn't, didn't do anything, but had it been on a little bit nicer paper sure. with letterhead, mm-hmm. like I think all that stuff could have made a difference. Absolutely. I didn't think about it at the time, but as we're talking about it and knowing that like that didn't make the cut for the show. I did, I'd, I'd already forgotten about it until just now. Right. So that says a lot about what it did, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but email is not dead. So let's talk a little bit about email. All right. So I've got a client, um, that I've been working with for about three months now and we've been, they were doing just sporadic emails, mm-hmm. no consistency. They were just kind of, whenever do a couple emails to try to drive up sales, things mm-hmm. like that. So they own a physical products business. I'm going to leave the name off at the moment. Um, cause I don't want, I, I'm going to use a different example to explain what we did. But basically the first thing we did is I said, look, we need to go to, to two emails a week. We'll do one that's kind of content based. And then on, on Tuesdays and on Fridays, mm-hmm. we'll do like a newsletter style that has a little, little bit of fun, a little bit of promotion, mm-hmm. you know, like you see a lot of, if you're on, most emails there's, you know, you get a, a Friday newsletter. It's right. pretty common these days. Right. Um, so the real content part, he does that. I do the Tuesday email um, and then doubles also as a blog post. So okay. I kind of write the blog post first, then I adapt it for email after that. Right. And basically here's what we've been. So we've been sending those out regularly for about three months now. Our open rates on emails have gone from about 10 to 12% mm. up to, the mid twenties percent and they're starting to get people to reply back. So it's getting more interaction. Um, and it's, it's staying top of mind. It's, you know, people are, the reorders are up. We're not getting a ton of sales directly from the emails because they are more content based, Mm -hmm. but we're seeing more interaction overall. We're seeing more open rates overall, which means they're seeing the company name more often. Sure. All these kind of things. And, you know, we've had um, Bill Mueller on here where he talks about story and I do a little bit of that. Yeah. But what I've kind of been doing lately um, is I take one tiny aspect of their product. And again, I'm not going to say what the product is because I don't want people. I want you to think about how you might use this for your sure. own business. Right. Instead of like, oh, well, I can't do that because I'm not in that business. So I'm just going to I'm going to pick um, 
let's say I was Ford and I was selling Ford cars, mm-hmm. right? What you could do is you could take a given car and you could pull apart any individual piece of a, let's say somebody was on a mailing list. They like Ford F one fifties. I could come up with a year's worth of emails. If I'm mailing once a week, just by going through the parts on the the Ford, Mm -hmm. I could have one email that all it talked about was the brakes. Yep. And why brakes are important. The difference Mm -hmm. between the brakes on a Ford F one fifty and any other vehicle. And and even if it wasn't that different, I could still talk about the importance and the safety and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Then I might talk about the bumper. Then I might talk about the, you know, the, you know, the fuel injection or the turbo or whatever it might be. Right. And you could really break all these things down and their product has basically a lot of parts like this. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I'm doing. I'm just pulling out these little things and create an entire like blog post around why that thing is so important and why you need that in your life. And Oh, by the way, it's in this product. Mm, Okay. So it comes across as very informative and helpful. Yeah. And then there's a quick tie in at the end to, to one of their products that would have that. Right. So I know it's a little broad, but I want people to kind of like have to work their brain a little bit to figure out how to apply that. And, uh, and people are starting to email back and say, I really like these emails. Thanks for sending these. Um, and we're starting to become an authority Mm -hmm. in the niche that we're, that we're talking to. So, and and like I said, open rates are more than doubled. Yeah. So yeah, you said you went from what, 10, 10 to 12% to 20, what is that? About 25%. 25%. Mid twenties. That's, that's that's huge. You know, it ranges week to week, but yeah. So it's great. About a 150% increase in open rates. Yeah. Great tip. And it's it's a pretty small list, about eight or 9,000. Yeah. It's not huge, but we're staying in front of them now. 25% open rate is is really good. It's pretty good these days. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know if they know how Damn good that is, but yeah. I try to I try yeah. to remind them whenever I can. Absolutely. <laughs> so, oh, that's so, fantastic. So yeah, don't be afraid to send emails on a regular basis, you know, two times a week. I mean, we could do more. Right. They're not really comfortable with more. I think two is about right these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's always a call to action, but the, the feel of the email is very content driven. Yeah. So, and I think that's, that seems to be working. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right. So you had, let's see, you had one other thing. Yep. Um, kind of a surprise talking about over delivering oh, on yeah. an order. Yeah. And this is a great lesson in uh, doing a little cross promotion or cross branding. Uh, yeah. Over delivering, cross branding, yeah. like quite a few things going on. And yeah. very, when you told me about it, I was like, wow, that, I would not have put those two companies together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's so, like a Jay Abraham level <laughs> combination there, right? Yeah. So I got this, I, I put in an order recently with, um, with a company, it's an athletic company. They make sports apparel, but specifically mm-hmm. they, you know, they have different divisions for every team that you root for. And right. obviously for this one, you know, post national championship for our, our Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, you got to order a little swag afterward, right? I mean, there you go. National champs. So yep. I love What is that? A koozie? Right. Oh, I love right. that. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Tamara got that for me. So that's cool. I, so I ordered, um, obviously I ordered, I've got this hat and yep. 
I did a, uh, I got my, my boys some, uh, a hoodie and then Rachel got her a little kind of a pullover, but ordered some stuff from this company and, um, got it in this week and was really surprised when I opened it up that they give me a special gift, which is a hundred dollar wine voucher. I mean, I don't know how they know yeah. we drink wine, <laughs> <laughs> But literally, a, uh, a co- to a company called NakedWines.com. So yeah. doing, a little, uh, doing a little promotion for NakedWines.com. $100 voucher. Um, you have to spend, obviously, you have to spend uh, $160, but still. Yeah, because that's one of the questions I asked you. is like, well, how much do you yeah. have to spend to get right. a $100 voucher? And it's only $160. Bucks. That's yeah. actually, I mean, you're going to pay, I mean, you could pay anywhere from, you know, $9 for a bottle of wine up to whatever you want. Yep. But if you want a couple good wines, I mean, 60 bucks is not out of, out of the question by any means. No, trust so, me. We spend $60 a month <laughs> on, on some good wines at least. Um, yeah. So for us, this is really cool. So it says, <clears throat> you know, you open it up. So I, I wasn't expecting this. Like you asked me on the show, like even prior to the show, you asked me, like, did they advertise this on the website? I'm like, no, yeah, I was not a, see this at all. It just showed wow. up in the package, you know, when the gear came in. Yeah. They, uh, they put that in as kind of a little bonus, which is a great idea because this is a company that, you know, they're kind of working probably, uh, you know, in conjunction with, they're partnering with. And here's the cool thing. They ask you, you know, in order to get your $100 voucher, you go to their website and use the code, which is called fan uh, 1121L is the code that you use. Obviously they're tracking this big time. Yes, right. I um, know exactly where it's coming from. Yeah. So you know where it's coming from. It's a great idea, you know, so they can mm-hmm. see they're partnering up with the company. They're, they're obviously uh, sending business their way. So they want to track how much business they're sending their way. Cause um, obviously, you know, leads to, you know, I've, you know, case studies, you're looking at, you know, how much, you know, how many customers are using this, which we will, I, I, I can guarantee you we'll be using this, this voucher, but it says, you know, visit naked wines, use the fan code, register, uh, you know, register the code, get a hundred dollars off any wine, uh, or combo that's priced $160 or more delivery is included and uh, your money back if not totally satisfied. So pretty cool. That is cool because, you know, for the apparel company, they get the, like, extra satisfaction. Right. I mean, they get, you know, the surprise factor yeah. of having a gift in. The Naked Wines company, it doesn't cost, the, it costs them whatever those cards cost to print up, right. which is probably 10 cents a piece. Yep. Because unless they get activated, it doesn't cost them anything. Right. Right? Yep. So, 10 cents a piece, there's probably a stack of them at, you know, the, the shipping, whoever's putting the packages together. Yep. They have to just throw one in there with it. And, you know, if, if they get a 10%, you know, cash in rate, yep. That's, that's a lot, you know, for an apparel company like that, that's probably, absolutely. That's probably a lot of business. Yep. That'd be good. We ought to try to get them on the show and find out how well that's doing. Although yeah. they may not tell us, but <laughs> um, that's it. It's interesting. That's, I mean, that's guerrilla marketing right there. Like you find somebody and and that's a good example of like probably really knowing your avatar 
that like, okay. And like, I don't know if there's one product in there that triggered that or if it every, if it goes out in every order or if it's just cause you ordered something from the women's right, side, right. like, you know, cause I know women drink more wine. If you were just picking an avatar, you yeah. probably pick a woman for wine and beer for men. Right. Um, not to be sexist or anything, <laughs> but you know, um, but you know, it's like, and, and again, that's even probably dependent on parts of the country. Cause I know in the Northeast there's, there's, wine is probably mm-hmm. big on both sides. Right. But anyway, like, I don't know what triggered the card going in or if it goes out with everything, but mm-hmm. you could probably make a deal with people like that. Um, to tell them the, the specifics that you wanted to go in. Right. But you have to at least know your avatar is probably interested in sports Absolutely. and not just interested in sports, but are willing to spend money mm-hmm. on the sports they follow because yep. fan apparel is not cheap. Well, like, what's interesting too, yeah, you're right about that. It's not cheap at all. So you but, know you they have disposable income if they're yep. shopping for fan type gear. Yep. And I think what what's interesting to me, Sean, what's interesting about this is that because I, I, I I've ordered from this company before and I wonder if when I ordered because this time around when I ordered like a lot of the apparel um, mm-hmm. I w- included Rachel in that cause I ordered her some gear. So obviously there's some female gear. So I wonder if that obviously triggered, you know, them mm-hmm. putting, you know, obviously, you know, cause typically, you know, you, I, I don't know, you break down the, uh, demographic of people that drink wine. I'm sure there's a that higher is- percentage of people or, of females that drink wine than, than men, you know, men, I'm sure that a lot of men out there drink wine, but we're typically, you know, whiskey, liquor, beer drinkers. Um, women gravitate more towards the the wines. So uh, I'm just curious. That would be something interesting to look at. But still, we we love wine and we spend at least $60 or more a month for sure on wine. So we'll be using that. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a great, yeah. great move on their part. Yeah. And now I'm curious, like, what's the demographic of wine drinkers? Yeah. Oh, that's yep. interesting. I guess we're wrong. So this says, um, this was from June 11th, 2020. Mm-hmm. It actually says that 55% were male, 44% were female. Really? That's surprising. Yeah. Hmm. Very surprising to me. Yeah. Hmm. I would have thought the would um, flip-flop. But. Yeah. I bet red wine skews more male. And then white and rosé skew more female. Yeah. I'm not going to read this whole report, but it looks, does look like that. So, um, but I think that the key takeaway there is, and I've, I've told, you know, some of the product people that are creating products, um, that I've coached, I'm like this, you got to know what, what else they do in their life besides buy your product. Sure. Yeah. Right. And this is a great example. Like, okay. So our, our, customer naked wines is thinking, okay, our customers drink wine. We know that mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty obvious. Yeah. That's, that's marketing like one Oh one, like you have a product that you're and you, you know, your person consumes that product, but what else do they do? Mm-hmm. And the fact that they, th- they thought and sat down and were like, you know, our people probably like sports and probably buy sports apparel because they've got disposable income. Right. We could do a gift card to buyers. By the way, this also, they're sending gift cards to buyers, people who spend money, right. not just to people who are interested. Absolutely. That's a big difference. Like they're not sending to everybody that's interested in sports. Right. 
they're spending money to buyers because buyers of stuff are buyers of stuff period yeah right the more you buy the more you buy and if you're I, to me if you're buying online gear that's like a dip, different demographic you're not going to you're not like your local fan going to walmart or uh yeah. hibbit sports or someplace like that you're actually i think you're kind of a little bit higher um you know so you're consumer. not buying the 1495 t-shirt you're buying the $35 t-shirt, the $80 hoodie, exactly. exactly. $35 hat, you right. know, as opposed to the $14.95 yep. hat. Yep. So yeah, it's a big difference. Yep. Um, and that's, that's, that's smart of them to be, to have mm-hmm. thought about that niche mm-hmm. as a good place to market. Yep. So it would definitely be interesting to, to know like how big of a success that cross branding was. Yeah. I bet it's pretty big. I would say so. We're certainly going to order. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. It worked on y'all. It worked on me. I mean, if you, if you already buy wine, why wouldn't you take advantage of a hundred dollars? Right. I mean, that's free. Yeah. Money. Yeah, exactly. Even if you don't, you might try it. You stock up on gifts for the next time you go to a, a backyard tailgate. Be looking for their, uh, bourbon barrel selection of wines. That's <laughs> yes. the first place I'll be going to. <laughs> yeah. Why not? All right. Well, I think that's, that was it, right? Yep. We talked that's about a wrap. Absolutely. the newspaper that we talked about emails, talked about handwriting, athletic greens and, yep. and the, uh, the wine. Good bonus. Stuff. It's a pretty yeah, strong fun. flight right there. I feel like I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to listen to this a couple of times. Well, man, it's been fun to all of our listeners out there. You can find us at persuasionbythepint.com. You can find us on all of your podcast platforms, whether you listen to us on Apple, uh, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you name it. And uh, while you're there, we'd be happy to have you, you know, give us a five-star rating. So if you're new to the show, it'd be great. And, Absolutely. Uh, Sean, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. See ya.